Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. One. Video game. Ah, ah, ah. Two video game. Ah, ah, ah. Three video game. Ah, ah, ah. Four video game. Ah, ah, ah. And five video game. Ah, 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 ah. Hey, welcome to Shift Talk Q, your LGBTQ plus centered source for creative, fun, and thoughtful, or what I sometimes call spicy, discussions and news at the intersection of gaming, diversity, and our lovely, lovely community. I'm your host, Jesse. And I'm your host, Alex. This week, we talk video games and Hollywood getting back together with Last of Us, Borderlands, Metal Gear Solid, Mortal Kombat, and other video game adaptations, and what we're playing. But before we get into all that, we'd love it if you subscribed, rated, and reviewed our show in your podcatcher of choice. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at NSRShift, Alt-Q, and head over to NSRAD.io to learn all about our other Shifty shows. So, Alex, I have a thought. What kind of thought? I have a thought that um, that that uh, Hollywood and video games are are going to get back together. Oh, I think I think they <laughs> I think they've had enough of a break. They've had a you know yeah they've had a rocky a rocky relationship over the years. But I think they're going to get back together because they have been they've been hooking up all around town. <sighs> Scandalous. Have you seen that? Like, there's been, like, a bajillion announcements. Yes. Yes. Um, I think Hollywood's finally, like, taking notice again that, oh, the video games industry is even bigger than us, and we can make money from them. I feel like all the execs were just home over uh, 2020 and Playing they, like, games. discovered video games. Yeah. And one exec was like, oh, Borderlands. Oh, this would be cool. And he, like, called well, someone and was like, all right. The right, gaming industry has only grown over the pandemic. Meanwhile, Hollywood's tanking. So I think that's part of it, too. Okay, so here's what's been announced. So we have Last of Us, um, mm-hmm. which we have some news to get to about that. We have the Borderlands film, which has been mm-hmm. announced, which we'll get, have news about that, too. There is Oscar Isaac's Metal Gear Solid, 
Mm-hmm. And there is the Mortal Kombat movie coming in April on uh, HBO Max. So those are the four announcements we have now, which, like, I don't... When's the last time, like, f- there's been, like, four... In, oh, and the Uncharted movie, too, is coming out, too. I forgot about Right, that. right. The Uncharted movie also. So, like, that's, what, five video game projects right there? That's a mm-hmm. lot. It's, and the Resident Evil reboot oh, shit. movie still yeah. has to come out, right? That's right, yep. Resident Evil 2. Um, they're uh, doing a reboot for those films. Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter just came out recently. Monster Hunter? Oh, my gosh, yes. Yes. So, like, okay, I'm going to keep adding. We're just, just we're, we're going like, <laughs> to, like, Sesame Street it, like... The vampire guy. Um, what's his name? Count? Count? The Count. Count Count? The Count, right? Count Count. Uh, That's uh, what I uh. thought. <laughs> One video game movie. Uh, uh, uh. Two video game movie. <laughs> Just like that. Yep. Sounds like that. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, oh, God. <laughs> really bad Count uh, impression. But I, I can't think of the last time there's been... This many? No. Yeah. Because even when we get a big one, like the Assassin's Creed one, which I heard, I didn't watch, but was I that heard like the last turned big? Out terribly. Um, I, I, well, Sonic, Sonic was oh, the. Oh, Sonic. Oh, shit. Yeah, Sonic too. That's Sonic did well. Sonic did very well. Have you seen so it? So I think that, uh, no, no, no. But they're making a sequel. I think it's coming out next year or something mm-hmm. like that. That did so well. And it was like right at, right before the pandemic really hit. Last year, it, yeah, it was it was Valentine's Day last year. It was because <laughs> I think that out. was some people's last was, movie. Yeah, and and there was so much controversy leading up to that because of all the animation stuff and the crunch and and the, the new change. Business. I like the new design. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was necessary. I I don't think that the way that it the the management and everything treated the people who were working on it was necessary. But in terms of just aesthetic design, it's it was it's world's better so we need to add that to our list of movies to watch at some point oh yeah, yeah. sonic because i want to be prepared for sonic, sonic. 2 because tails is going to be in it and yeah. who doesn't like tails what's tails actual name miles what how miles prower tails has a real name his name isn't tails prower for miles per hour <laughs> what? it's like a pun miles per hour wait so his name isn't tails no that's his. Wait, 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 wait. I, my mind is blown. What is Sonic's name? Because it can't be Sonic the Hedgehog. He's Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like the the Hedgehog is his legal yeah gov- government name. Tails. Tails said no. Tails. Tails was like fuck this this nickname. My name is Miles. Miles. What is it? Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. wow. Miles Prower, yep. Miles Prower. I love when they I love when uh designers sneak stuff like that. <laughs> Miles Tails Prower. Um but uh I think the the biggest news uh this week regarding video games and adaptations and Hollywood has been the news that we have our Joel and Ellie for The Last of Us HBO series. We have Pedro Pascal's Joel, and we have Bella Ramsey as Ellie. Both of them out of Game of Thrones. Obviously, Pedro, huge now in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite meme I've seen recently was that he's like the internet's favorite single father, which I completely agree with. How do you, how do you feel about the news? Are you excited? Do you think this is a good casting? I'm hyped. I like it a lot. I'm I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know uh, Bella right for Ellie, but what I've heard about her 
makes total sense that she's a great pick with her, like, I don't know, I guess fortitude, you would call it, in acting and her experience um, from being so action-oriented in Game of Thrones. I stopped that show at, like, halfway through season three, so I guess I didn't get to her. With, with Pedro, um, uh, I think he is such a wonderful pick for Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see it instantly. Um, outside of the obvious parallels between that and The Mandalorian, he can embody that kind of role so well. Yeah, he's already uh, he's already a great daddy. <laughs> he's already a great daddy. Figure. We know he can be a great daddy, you know? But I think he's going to bring a lot of, like... I mean, not that Joel's a, a great daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot know, I the- think <laughs> I think the original Troy Baker performance obviously is iconic mm-hmm. um, for a reason. Uh, Joel is a character that we obviously you look at the reaction to Last of Us Part Two, and I no spoilers, but you see how loved these characters are and how mm-hmm. passionate the fans are when any change. That's true. Positive or negative comes to this world and to these characters. And Pedro is not my I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought he would have been picked. And so I think it's a really interesting choice. I think mm-hmm. it's a the right choice. I know that there was talks of there were rumors that Mahershala Ali was actually gonna be Joel. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, right before this broke, those rumors were sort of floating around that he was in talks and and I saw that, and I lit up. I was like, "Whoa! Like that's so unexpected." And, and, and you know, if if they do go that route, like Mahershala would also be great. And I went on Reddit, which was a mistake, and no. I quickly got off Reddit. I will just note here. I will note this here. These when it, when it comes to adaptations of anything, mm-hmm. anything outside of video, you know, even outside of video games, my whole thing is this, and it's always been this. As long as the characters' actions and story and their motivations, all that stuff, as long as it's not based, if it's not based in their race, if their race literally has nothing, has no effect on the story, then it doesn't matter who plays the role. Mm-hmm. If it, you know, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, as long as that character's ethnicity or, or whatever doesn't directly impact the story, it really doesn't matter who plays the role. So, I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I think I think Mahershala would have been a, a wonderful choice. I hope he pops up in it. Yeah, uh, I still hope because there's you know there's obviously other characters he could play. So I would love for him to pop up in it. But I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, and, and the thing about that too is like everyone complains every time there's even a rumor like this about uh, uh, a white character, um, even if it's like a new iteration or an alternative universe or something where it's not an explicitly white actor going to play them. Like, oh, it's it's changing the source material. How many times have white actors stolen roles for characters of color constantly, constantly, mm-hmm. constantly? Yeah. And to that point, do you know how many times I've had to empathize with straight white male characters? Right. So, like, so, so if I can do it, you can do it. Stop being a baby. <laughs> like, if I can do it, you can. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that Pedro has it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see his interpretation of Joel. I think the show. I'm glad that Neil is involved. Neil Druckmann. Right. I think it's going to be a really good source, a really good mix of source material and original content. Um, I don't. I think we're going to see uh, Bella, Bella's Ellie grow. Wait, this this is, into, this is for the TV show, right? 
This is for the TV okay. show. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to see her grow um, into eventually the Ellie that we come to know in Last of Us Part Two, um, which is you know still a ways off because in the first game, Bella and Ellie, I think they're around. They're around the same age. Bella's around the same age as as uh, Ellie's Ellie fourteen in the first. In the first, yeah, Ellie's game, fourteen and Bella is seventeen, so they're you know they're about the same age. So I, I'm really excited just you know to see how this show grows, to see what they do, to see what they do differently. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Okay, can I say something else about Pedro? Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. his sister Lux recently, I think recently oh. came out, or at the very least was featured um, on a magazine. Uh, cover and there was an interview with her and she's uh, openly trans um, in an interview with her about her and Pedro's relationship and how supportive he has been and it was so great to see that and see that highlighted and showcased and made an example and a model for like how to be great in this uh, world when it comes to uh, transgender loved ones or or just uh, understanding and having grace and support for transgender people and their experience so i'm really happy too that he not only is he a great actor but he's a good person mm-hmm. who people can learn from <laughs> which is great yeah i saw he retweeted um the article in support of his sister and it was really sweet and uh isn't it great that he's the mandalorian and now he gets to be our joel mm-hmm. and like the fun connection that now like fucking gina carano got kicked off man yes. five from mandalorian <laughs> and like that's amazing and that was so funny there were like memes that day of like there was one of him from from wonder woman 84 of like him like smiling with his thumbs up and it was like gina carano got fired from the mandalorian it was like how could they get any better and it was like pedro pascal cast as joel in the last <laughs> of us it's just uh it's so nice to see that kind of support good support mm, yes right yeah so next up borderlands which is directed by is going to be directed by eli roth known for the hostile films those scary scary films back in the day interesting mm-hmm. so a few pieces of news for, for from um, that film jamie lee curtis joins borderlands movie with Kate blanchett and kevin hart and jack black is also announced to play claptrap jack <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to so for me my Hollywood brain mm-hmm. is pinging because those are huge ass names mm-hmm. all of them Jamie, especially Jamie Lee Curtis Jamie Lee Curtis in a Borderlands movie that's even it's, it's wild to me mm-hmm. I am not familiar with Borderlands so I are you Alex are you familiar I played one and two not extensively okay. Okay. Do you, are you, the so for me, what I know about Borderlands, I mostly know the art style, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like the art style is what sticks out to me the most, not so much gameplay, because like I said, I'm not super familiar with it. So like, I'm curious, like, do you think it's going to be like stylized like the games or do you think you're going to go like more realistic? I, I hope they do stylize it, honestly, because that's so much of Borderlands flavor. It's like almost got the like comic book rat-a-tat-tat when you're like shooting and and in the little cutscenes of the enemies and the bosses talking like yelling at you and stuff so it, it has this comic book flair to it for being a first person shooter and it's it's wacky and over the top it's a considered a looter shooter mm. or i think that's it was shooting loot i think looter shooter so basically the gameplay loop is shooting killing things, collecting loot, 
getting better loot, getting better guns, getting upgrades, uh, searching for special ammo, all that stuff, and then getting stronger and leveling up and getting more uh, abilities and facing tougher foes and stuff. That's that's more what it's about than any of the uh, lore in my uh, to my knowledge. Okay. And in some, there's like overarching villain characters that play a role lore wise that are a little bit more significant. Because I'm looking now. I'm looking now at the article, and this is Adam Bivari at Variety. He says, Jamie Lee Curtis has signed on to Lionsgate's Borderlands, joining Kate Blanchett and Kevin Hart in the adaptation of the popular video game from director Eli Roth. Craig Mazin wrote the latest draft of the screenplay. I'm going to jump in here. Craig Mazin is also doing The Last of Us um, at HBO. So Interesting. Homie loves his games. He's... He's in it. Mm-hmm. He's in it to win it. Um, Curtis will play Tannis based on the character Dr. Patricia Tannis, an archaeolo- archaeologist on the planet of Pandora. Mm-hmm. His expertise could help lead to a mysterious vault filled with ancient alien technology. She has a tricky background with Blanchett's character, Lilith. Um, so she's... Do you, are you familiar with Tannis? Do you, know who, do you know who that is? I think that they are both from the first game. And it's been a long, long time since I played mm-hmm. that. So Lilith is one of the playable characters. You, you you can have different, you know, characters with a different class type. And Lilith was like kind of like the Wraith or whatever, like like more ethereal, telepathic, invisibly phasey powers. Are you shaking for for Jack Black to see him as Claptrap? I think that could be funny because that sounds from from what I know, that's like a fun little robot. I'm just imagining a Jamie, like a Jamie Lee Curtis. But like campified, just just like a parallel to Sigourney Weaver in in some kind of in, in a Ooh. role like this, like her in a cabin. I mean, she, have you seen Knives Out? No, I haven't. But uh, Cabin in okay. the Woods, Sigourney Weaver Weaver in that. I'm kind of imagining that that campiness ah. brought to being similar in this and the role that Jamie Lee Curtis, because that's what I'm glad you clarified. Cause I was like, what the hell character should, would she play <laughs> based on the, the pl- character, the, the playable characters, but I guess mm-hmm. the, the, it's the archeologist. Yeah. The vault, the vault is the big thing. It's like, you're always trying to get in and find and open the vault. That's why everybody comes to Pandora to, for, to make their fortune and stuff. Okay. I'm trying to see who Kevin Hart is playing. This is Aaron Couch from The Hollywood Reporter. Hart will play the skilled soldier Roland in what will be a more serious acting turn for the star, who is known worldwide for his comedy chops. So I guess this will be a serious role for him. But, um, you know, we're lukewarm on him, so, you know, I'm here for... uh I'm here for Jamie Lee Curtis. Honestly, I'm a fan. I love her. I like Cate Blanchett as well. I... I don't have any feelings on Kate Blanchett, but I love me some Jamie Lee Curtis, and Jack Black is fun. Have you seen Carol? No, I know about it, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Is that is is that is that worthwhile? Um, I would say yes. It has issues in terms. The characters have issues. I would say <laughs> more so than the uh, the film itself. Am I going to get five minutes into it and say this is too many white people? And I'm going to oh, a thousand percent. It's like 1950s. Okay. Yes, yeah. You, oh, you don't. Oh. You don't. You don't need to bother with it. You don't need to bother. It's fine. It's more for <laughs> like. It's, note, yeah, yeah, it's more. There's like <laughs> almost no like lesbian or women loving women oh, media. It's a lesbian. Yeah, world. yeah, yeah. Okay. 
okay. But there's like a huge. It's it's like she's like I don't want to spoil for everyone, but there's like a uh, there's an age difference and power differential and maybe some manipulation. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the fun of sitting at this intersection. It's like oh white people, but oh uh, queer. Uh, <laughs> I know. Well, that uh, that's the only reason I bring it up is because it yeah. is queer meat. Queer media. I'm like, ugh, queer shit. Um, and yeah, it's more um, the characters have issues than than the way uh, it was, like, depicted. Gotcha. Well, from what I've seen of Lilith, she has cool hair. So we will see that on Kate. Mm-hmm. So there hasn't been any news on... Uh, late, there hasn't been any updates on uh, Metal Gear Solid or Mortal Kombat other than that they're just coming. But I guess I will really, like, quickly, just real quick. Do you or do you not think that Blue Point's next game is Metal Gear Solid? Because... Is it, that's I what's rumored, or that's what? That's you, the oh, I'm sorry. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Um, do you think that's a possibility? Like, do you, would you like that? I would check it out. Yeah, interested? because I mean, it's it's such um, a long running series at this point that there's like no going back to the first ones unless you have that built in nostalgia. And I didn't. Mm. Have you played any of the games? Yeah, I played the one on PSP. I don't even know what that was. Snake, mm, Snake sure. Eyes, Snake Eater, Snake Eater. I think. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I hear I from fans of it, like uh, Jake Baldino and a few others who love it and and mm-hmm. follow it to like this day. And even though there's not really new games coming out because of the whole Kojima and uh, Konami issue, I think I mentioned this before. But I played the. I don't know which one it is, honestly. And I always have wanted to go back and check, and I probably should do that at some point. But I have memories, so. My PlayStation 1 was, oh my god, what's the, what's, it was jailbroken. Mm -hmm. My dad got my PS1 jailbroken. Uh, So I had a shit ton of games Mm -hmm. (laughs) that were just on white disc and not labeled, in addition to my labeled games that I bought. But one of the games that I had that was unlabeled was Metal Gear Solid, and I didn't know it at the time. But I remember it being like top-down view, and me like hiding around corners and stuff. I didn't necessarily know how to play it. I wasn't, you know, it just wasn't, I wasn't cognitively there. Mm-hmm. But I do remember thinking, wow, this game looks cool. Or and I remember being like, ooh, you gotta sneak around. Like I got like I got the those parts of the games, but I never ever went back to it. And I've always wanted to, but I always felt like I needed to play the earlier games and yada yada yada. You know, this game, that game is on this system, yada yada yada. Um, so I'm hoping... Because there's like a long... I'm hoping that they do this. Yeah, a long convoluted storyline. Well, the thing about if they did this... So Bluepoint usually does like one-off remakes. This would be an undertaking of like a whole series. Because like what do you do with just just the first one? Well, that's 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 the rumor. The rumor is that they're going to do one and two. Oh, I see. I see. Like okay. together. Okay. And people are saying like three would be a stretch. But one and two is like... If they were to do it, it would maybe be those two and not just the, uh, the one. But there's also an aspect that I've seen thrown around where people are saying, well, because, you know, Bluepoint has really shown, proven themselves that they obviously are capable at ma- of making really yes. great games. There's this, you know, there's this talk of, like, Bluepoint doing their own thing. Could Metal Gear be their thing? Could they, could they take that series and not make it so much make it their own, but remake all of them in their own, I don't know, in their own light? Potentially, I don't know, but I think it's interesting, and I think the reason I asked you mm-hmm. this question is because of the movie. And as you know, as you remember back in the day, you know we used to get licensed games all the time. Yeah. And I know we're we're out of that era, pretty much out of the licensed game. But 
with Metal Gear Solid and Uncharted coming up, and you know, with the the Sony, the secret San Diego studio at a PlayStation that we don't know what they're working on, but the rumor is it's another Uncharted. I have a feeling that we're not getting licensed games in the way we used to, but there are going to be companion pieces to these films. Mm-hmm. That's my it's, hunch. It's like a reverse licensing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a feedback <laughs> loop. So licensing mm-hmm. the movies reinvigorates uh, interest in the in the franchise and the IP, which mm-hmm. then brings in more games. Yeah, I honestly, I don't think it's going to be Metal Gear. I would be fine with mm-hmm. it if it were for, for Blue Point. Also because... Konami is so notoriously, like, they still have the license. Kojima doesn't have the license. Yeah. And they did some weird yeah. restructuring, so who knows if if this, if it is, the rumors are true, and that that restructuring was just kind of another sign for it or a reflection, but I also don't think so. People also really want, if this is done, people really want Kojima to have, like, a ble- like his blessing. Yeah. Well, or, or yes. He has to have like his like his. You have to have his. Whether he oversees it or not. Because you're gonna have all his IPs. You know, like he's the man who made them. He he made them. He directed them for decades. He made them into what they are. You know. So it's just we and we've seen there have been a couple of Metal Gear games come out. I think two since he left Konami, and they've tanked. They've been nothing like what the heart and the core of that series is. It's just the they have the license for it. We'll see. I would like it if PlayStation got the license and, like, could yeah. take care of it. Yeah, and they would. Um, I, I would have confidence. Yeah. Because, you know, because Konami's over, you know, they're doing their pachinko machines. Mm-hmm. They're having a good time doing everything else but games. And <laughs> they have some heavy hitters that they're... This whole Silent right. Hill thing. They have, which they have Silent Hill. Are we going to... Ooh, so speaking of Blue Point's next game and, you know, if you're not sure if it's going to be that or not, mm-hmm. I want to go back a few episodes ago. I want to go back to predictions. I don't know if I said this or not. It's just I want to I want to either amend or just, like, reconfirm that I said this. I am either putting back on the board or reaffirming my case for GTA 6 being announced this year. This year, yeah. I am... I I feel like it's gonna happen. I saw a little update about like in the the like the DLC island they have, like the online island that they have right now. There's like a door that was found. One says 2013, and then the one right next to it says 2021. 2013 is when the game came out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're in 2021. I don't think the game's coming out this year. I feel like they couldn't have predicted. I think we're going to get an announcement. <laughs> that's not the only. Re- I I I mean I th- I saw that and that, that's a cool like. Is it an Easter egg? What is it? I don't think the game is coming out this year. But the, I, if you see the clip, the doors are literally like they're right next to each other. I think we're getting an announcement this year. It's time. All the it's time. So 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 that's my guess. I just want to update that because. Well, wait, hold on. Go on. Do you think it's going to come out this year? Come out? No. No, I'm sorry. Not come out. Do you think an announcement? Um, it's tough because the way development has been going with the pandemic and the console shortages, like we, we talked about last week, how even the developers are having trouble getting consoles to be able to test on and developer kits and all of that, especially at home because, you know, normally they would have them all in the office and they could use them there. But now you have to send more of them to people's individual homes when they're working from home. But um, so I feel like 
the announcement will get pushed back. But um, I want to bet one dollar. What? <laughs> That's what I want to bet. Because I, I think we're, I think we're going to get an announcement this. All week. right, I'll take you up on that bet. <laughs> um, we should probably throw to a break. Yes, I agree. Uh, so, um, hey, what movies and video games do you want to see adapted? Let us know. Think about that while we throw to a break. Hi, I'm Sarah Sweeney, host of the new podcast, Latchkey Kids. Right now, we're all at home, left to our own devices without any adult supervision. Each weekish, I'll talk to my fellow Latchkey Kids about what they're up to, how they're wasting time, and, because I can, make them perform a dramatic reading of a TV show theme song. So join me, wherever you get your podcasts. And we back! Welcome back. Welcome back. What other video game franchises do you want to see adapted and what medium do you see them in you know just you know like what do you think that we'll see eventually i say this because i was thinking about that question and i you know i the two games kind of really three games but i'll you know i'll go into i'll do my pitch for two of them i think god of war I think that's logical. I think PlayStation Studios is going to adapt that at some point. Can you imagine though? They'd ha- they need the Game of that Thrones one. like special effects people and and that whole mm-hmm. team to do that though. Yeah, no, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I think I think they build their footing with Last of Us and Uncharted. They break in that you know more money. See that the thing is a success. Although they did The Witcher, so yeah. Yeah, the, I haven't seen The Witcher, but I, I heard good either. things about it. But okay, so you know, I think I think you know, God of War is coming eventually. And my first thought was, I love TV, so I always go straight to a TV series because mm-hmm. I think everything can be a TV series. But I actually think God of War would make a really cool movie. I agree. I think that would be a good movie. Yeah, because it's it's it has more of that kind of like big bombastic feeling and cadence to it than than with the last of it's it's much more about like I mean the the most recent God of War does character development too, but The Last of Us is like very much about you know the the human experience in a post apocalyptic mm-hmm. world and we have proof of concept for that with Walking Dead and stuff. So. Right, exactly. So that I think a TV series is suited for that, whereas God of War is typically more emphasis on the giant set pieces and mm-hmm. and the, the boss battles and the combat and the flair of that so have you played the um have you have you played what since the new update came out the new 60 frames per second i haven't played it at all (laughs) um my friend my friend my friend my friend good for you because guess what now is the best time to play it you ain't gotta pay nothing and you're getting the best kind of update it's a part of playstation collection and i just don't have time it just came out with an update for 4k 60 and I'm telling you now, because I was just watching Digital Foundry's uh, review of it. Like they're like you know they're they're uh, they went through it. They they discussed it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? I think I have so. Ma- we'll get to that later. I have so many games I'm playing right now, but I think I'm gonna add. Uh, I'm definitely gonna replay it before Ragnarok comes out. Mm-hmm. But I want to replay it now. That game, I played that game during a very low point for me personally. It was a very low, 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 low point. And that game just, oh my gosh, it moved my feels. It was so fun to play. I was hesitant 
about it because I never played any of the other God of Wars, but I I watched like catch up videos like for the story and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I you know going in I knew where the story was at, um, but I never played any of the previous games. And at this point in time, when God of War comes out, I'm gonna I'm gonna expose myself. And I've never thought of myself as a hardcore gamer, even though I've been playing games since I was five years old, Super Nintendo. Yeah, well, like, what does that even life. mean, anyway? <laughs> yeah, I've never, you know, I never, I never put that stamp on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, because I'm gonna be honest, like games like God of War and stuff like that, some of them kind of intimidated me to a degree, and kind of like made me nervous. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Um, that looks hard. But I said, you know what? Let me. Let me rent it. Let me see what's up. I rented it at Redbox. Played it for, I think, three or four days and went and bought it. Like, before my rent. Because I was like, I'm paying more for it, renting it, than buying it. So I was like, let me go buy it. Mm-hmm. It was Game of the Year 2018, right? Oh, I think I think so. Yeah, yeah. Cannot recommend it enough. Beautiful game. Beautiful story. So much fun to play. So... Yeah, I've only heard good things, um, and I would like to. It's just, you know, time. <laughs> yeah, that's like me with Persona. Okay, yeah, so God of War. So, okay, because, I say that because uh, one franchise, that the other franchise I'd like to see done is I want my motherfucking Grand Theft Auto limited HBO series. I want it. That would be great. I want a Grand... I, I want an adaptation, and you know, and here's the pitch: not a brand new story, not an original story. Actually, actually, you know, maybe I just talked myself into it by saying a sentence. <laughs> because what I, my original thinking is, the limited series, it can, it doesn't have to be like, you know, a full blown order to series. Like we are expecting this every no. This is a limited. It comes back every few years. It's a special event. The quality, the polish, yes. the lack of filler mm-hmm. that with that format. Exactly. I think the first season, I think you do Grand Theft Auto 3. Mm. I think you take that story with Claude, you flush it out, you really inhabit that world with the modern GTA sensibilities that we know. I think it's a comedy. I think it's a comedy. And I think it's a, a like a heist action Crime what about dramedy? Like a drama, yeah, like a dramedy, okay. yeah. But I mean, you tell I me, I haven't played I, the game, so. <laughs> oh yeah, I think definitely a dramedy, okay. a little bit of drama. I mean, a sprinkling of like, like, like high superficial stakes. drama. Oh, superficial, yeah. okay. Sort of superficial drama, high stakes, but like high stakes to think of like Fast and the Furious. Okay, yeah, yeah, kind of gotcha. drama. I mean that kind of, that kind of like wow. High stakes, but also this is fun drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you do that with each. So I think you do. I think you do Grand Theft Auto Three. You take that story, expand it, flush it out. That's the first limited season. You do Vice City. You do San Andreas. You do Four. You do. You do it all. And then, but it's because we're gonna catch up to. We are going to catch up to the... And by the time all those are out, Grand Theft Auto 6 will be well on its way. <laughs> we'll be announced. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be, Grand Theft Auto 6 will be announced. This is in 2054. It'll be announced. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you do something... I think something like that could be cool, and I think you could... I think in each of those, you can maybe even do like a Kevin Feige MCU type thing, where in each 
story, you have original characters, and then when we get to the point where those are written, you, and you span them throughout the universe, and then when we get to the point where the show catches up to the games and we're like, like you know, there's no more source material, at that point you make new content with those new characters and you can pull in stories from the games that you never used and adapt them to. I think you've just discovered a, a passion project to spec out. Right. Why not? I, that could you, be cool. you, I think you could make a great, a great adaptation script for this. You know what? Listen, we well, it's February thirteenth, twenty twenty one, two twenty five p.m. We bookmark it. It's here. It's recorded. <laughs> but I think that could be cool. So that's my idea for Grand Theft Auto. Um, and then, uh, so so yeah, so God of War. I think that could be a cool movie. I think Grand Theft Auto, cool limited series. And my third one, I think The Sims. I have been that going would be back, funny. I, know, I would love that. I think because for so long there has been this talk about a Sims movie mm-hmm. uh, with Fox and oh, actually, I just I just googled it. It says this is from it's a Sims film. It's a Sims fandom wiki, but they have a source in here. Let me get the source. The source is from thegamer.com. Disney cancels Mega Man, Magic the Gathering, Fox Merge. Okay, so it looks like according to this wiki, um, after more... So The Sims is the name of a live action. This is from The Sims fan wiki. Mm-hmm. The Sims is the name of a live action film that was planned to be based on the game series of the same name, announced on May 25th, 2007. That's what I've been saying. I've been hearing about this mm-hmm. game, <laughs> this movie, for a very long time. Um, but this is the update. After more than a decade of little to no news on the film, it was officially canceled by Disney after their acquisition of 20th Century Fox on August 10th, 2019. I did not know that. Their source that they linked to is from thegamer.com that has it up. But I did not know that. But I would like to pitch it again. (laughs) I think Disney needs to look at WandaVision. No spoilers. Look at WandaVision. Look at how fun... I mean, light spoilers. (laughs) Look at how fun a show can Mm -hmm. be how interesting a, a show can be if it's based inside of a simulation. That's all I'm going to say. Truly. And, I mean, you kind of get that from the trailers. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you didn't spoil me, even though I haven't watched it yet. But um, Okay, good. I'll try <laughs> no, not to. Okay. I'm, not try- I'm, I'm being vague. Well, it's that 50s thing, and, you know, and the, there's the gl- glitch. I don't know. Oh, wait, is that a spo- I'm sorry. I don't want to spoil <laughs> No, 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 no. no. If you have watched the trailer, you have gotten, if not that explicitly, that very much implied. <laughs> okay. Okay. But that is all to say that I think that that would be great. And there's actually a lot of lore in The Sims and iconic characters with backstories, lore, and <gasps> defined personalities and relationships that... Bella Goth. What? Bellagoth, oh, Bellagoth, absolutely. Like, Bellagoth? This, this would absolutely be a great, um, if not HBO, then uh, I guess even Netflix, even Netflix. Netflix could do it um, well, okay, I think. I so that. I think HBO or Netflix, and it, it could be done really, really well because... Are we thinking a show or a movie? Oh, definitely a show. Okay. Because... I mean, you could could do a movie, but it, I think you could, there is enough there and enough like depth of the world, the mm-hmm. lore, the characters, the development. Because 
there's a time, there's a Sims timeline. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're not all one, two, three. I think, I want to say four is a a prologue. I think, I don't know where four fits into I the lore. I think prequel. Is four, I don't, I don't know where four fits into the lore, but I think it's. I'll, have, I'll con- I think consult it, Plumbella's YouTube. She, she's got it all lined up. She does lore videos all the time. <laughs> I'm guessing this, but correct me if, if, if you know different. It, is it Sims? Two Sims one. I didn't play enough of Sims three to know. Oh, maybe maybe three is the prequel. Is three the prequel? Maybe there's one. One of them comes before the other ones that came before it. Yeah. In terms of the timeline, and but it's. I think Sims two is before Sims one. Because you've got that might be it's it's. I think you're. I think you're right. Um, because you've got the Goth family, of course, and Bella's uh-huh. disappearance and Bella's four is a whole big oh, thing. Oh, well, maybe so. Maybe it is Sims One. This and two. there's hints all around. Even new updates will and and expansion packs will give hints and trying to mm-hmm. figure it out. And because I remember having to like spawn her in on Sims mm-hmm. Two because it was like you couldn't. Fi- she was missing, but if you like modded it, you could like spawn her in from wherever the hell she was. Right, because she and, exists like, somewhere back. in the game as part of the mystery. But um, yeah, and and there's they. <laughs> They they had a whole neighborhood that was based on like Shakespeare, in The Sims Two. So they had the, oh, yeah. the Montagues and the yeah and the Capulets and I because I didn't I well I was young enough that I hadn't quite read enough of Shakespeare to there was there's someone named Bottom and Puck and I was like what in the hell is happening here <laughs> Shakespeare, but <laughs> I was like this person's name is Bottom I can relate but I can't tell why yet. <laughs> <laughs> a bold choice, but I like I I, Why I does this feel relatable. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, but uh, but uh, no, I I think it would be great. There's so much there: the Lotharios and the Crumplebottom lady. I, oh my the, god, Agnes Crumplebottom. Um, Yo, she would never let you have the fun. Calientes. Yes, Nina. Uh, yes, and. Uh, the pancakes. The uh, the pancakes. They are in The Sims Four. They're they're kind of a a community. What's a, a community? What's the the opposite of community favorite? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't even know. But um, wait, hold on. Have you seen that? Um, have you seen the demo, the Unreal demo for the character creator? I've have? seen images of it, but I didn't watch the demo. It's it right. The demo. It looks. Mind blowing. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have it. We already have issues with fake like video technology, but but this is like <laughs> deep fakes. And shit, yes, yeah. deep fakes. Oh my god, it looks so good. I was like thinking, I was looking at it again, and I was like, hmm, like this is gonna be Sim Seven. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this is Sim Seven. Um, okay, but are there are there any other? So so what about you? What what are, what are your adaptations? What do you? What would you like to see? What do you think? So I think... Would you have any personal... Well, definitely The Sims, I, I fully agree with. And I would love to write that spec script with you. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm going back through in my head my favorites. And a lot of them either have been done in certain ways or wouldn't work with a live app adaptation. So the Persona series has been done in anime, and I think that's really the best way to do it. I mean, that counts too. Mm-hmm. I mean, any medium whatsoever. Legend of Zelda... Um, it would have to be done in a Game of Thrones way, and I still feel like it would probably be kind of cheap. Also, that game is very convoluted in the timeline and everything. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's it's not narrative heavy. It's very much like 
here's the gist. <laughs> but there is a timeline, though, right? Yeah, but have you, if you've anyone has seen the the Good Place and whatever the the timeline is there, and there's like squiggles, and there's a J with a yeah. dot on it, and this is here, but also simultaneously here at the same time, but which corresponds, but not really to this point over here. That's Legend mm. of Zelda <laughs> in terms of their timeline. Okay. So it's not at all. Gotcha. It's not a flat. It's not a circle. It's it's like. Do, do you think they could take it and put it into something that is a nice basic timeline that would satisfy the fans? I mean, it was. So Netflix had um, in the works a live action Legend of Zelda adaptation going as a series, oh. as a TV show, but it got leaked and intent. What? Yeah, it was a couple years back. I want to say 2017. There, it was announced to be working on and stuff. But then leaks happened, and Nintendo panicked. I was just reading again because I had to check in on it. Nintendo panicked and canceled it. So, Nintendo's tough because they're very, 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 very. Yeah, I would even say overprotective of and and like hyper controlling of any of their stuff. Is it because of Super Mario Brothers the movie? Um, that well, that was a long <laughs> time ago, and that obviously didn't go well. So, but that this was them. to them. It went well in my uh, heart. <laughs> Wait, you know what else got canceled that I thought about too when I was putting this together? What? Um, the Halo game, the Halo TV show. Oh, that's that right. That was announced. That's right. And that was, was going to be a big, a big deal. Mm-hmm. They announced it at the Xbox One um, announcement all the way back then. Oh, yeah. That's that's that was, that's dead and gone now. Then. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know the update, but I know that it's not. Well, Halo's not had a contentious, I don't know, history after um, Bungie left. And three four three took over, and it was just a whole. And even when it was with Bungie, there was I've, I read about it. Um, I think one of Jason Schreier's. I'm sorry. I know there's someone who's going to yell at me, maybe for saying this. Bungie is not doing Anthem. Is Bungie doing Anthem? No, it's Bioware. Is Bungie Anthem? That's Bioware. That's Bioware. Bioware. Um, okay. At the behest of EA. <laughs> okay, because we haven't found out yet about that. That's continuing or not? We are going to find out very week, soon. Right? Yes. We're supposed to find out this last. This week, I'm not Next sure. I, didn't, I I checked the news and I didn't hear that. I mean, I heard that it was coming. The news was coming. Yeah. The verdict. I just know. Yeah, we're supposed to find out. Supposed to find um, out soon. Okay, sorry. So, so um, Bun- what is Bungie doing? Bungie's doing Destiny. Yes, now. Bungie's okay. On Bungie's Destiny. doing Destiny now. That's I couldn't remember. I knew that there was a game with flying mechs, flying people, or something that that something with a B was doing. Kind of. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so so that game, so that show was definitely dead. Pro- is is I'm not looking it up, but I know it's dead. Yeah. Um, uh, I just had a vision. Oh, a vision. What if, what if Game Pass eventually starts putting? What if it just turns into Netflix and they like re- they see how well, like, PlayStation Studios is doing, like when, when like say all everything that PlayStation Studios is working on right now is a hit. Last of Us is a hit. Uncharted is a hit. They have success there. What if, like, Microsoft is like, hey, let's revive Halo and stick it on Game Pass? You mean and the TV series? Netflix. Mm-hmm. They revive it and they put it on Game Pass. And then, boom, that's more, that's more growth to Game Pass. Um, Phil, if you are <laughs> listening, 
Hi, I'm Phil. I'm a percentage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one a percentage, Phil. I'm poor. Um, <laughs> um, do you have any other any other things you would like to see? Yes, I thought of something while you were talking earlier. I'm trying to think. What? Do, oh, Fallout would be really good oh. for an HBO TV show. Um, because the just just the way that the Fallout, especially like at the core of them, um, and I'm you know I'm I don't know I've been told I've played the baby watered down versions <laughs> because I've played mostly three four and uh, some I'm getting into New Vegas now but I missed it at the time. In New Vegas, that's the one I've heard of a lot. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the beloved. What's the one that flopped that everyone doesn't like? Well, it's hard to say because they're all commercially successful. Everyone hates. Oh, oh, the one that flopped. Sorry, I even forgot because it was that bad. Seventy six. That's the one. <laughs> Seventy six. <Yeah. laughs> Look, you even forgot. <laughs> well, That's the one I, I was like, yeah. well, people hate on four, but ever since seventy six came out, they're like, okay, four was like better than we, <laughs> better than we uh, remember or <laughs> than we're getting now. But no, no, seventy six. I and I watched the documentary on the making of seventy six. And it was like, y'all, I like, I see what y'all were trying to do, but it was not ready. And you went, what went wrong with that? I'm not familiar with everyone's like, what games are you familiar with, Jesse? But I'm not familiar with Fallout 76. It was a lot. What went wrong? It was a lot of the core design decisions where it's like, okay, we're going to have no NPCs because of this. And it'll make the world feel like this. And it just n- did not. Wait, they purposely pay off. didn't have NPCs. Yes, it was a core design decision. It was not an omission. What? It wasn't like, oh, we don't have time. It wasn't cyberpunk. Like from the ground <laughs> from the ground up, they were like no NPCs. That's stupid. But I think Fallout could benefit from it mm-hmm. a lot, um, especially bringing some of the writers from Obsidian. Um, they were ones who, I think, had worked on the original Fallout's at Interplay. Um, and then kind of formed Obsidian and they worked on, did New Vegas. Um, and then, then they did Outer Worlds to try to, you know, do their own take in their own world with their a new IP because they don't actually own the rights to the Fallout franchise. Bethesda bought it. Well, Zenimax bought it, which is Bethesda. Um, and I love Bethesda. You, you, you've heard me say I'm a Bethesda apologist all the time. That doesn't mean they're perfect. I... A lot, so I like them for their environmental storytelling and the the role playing aspects and all that stuff. Um, but sometimes they lean too hard in that direction, as was the case in Fallout seventy six, and it just did not work at all. Um, but anyway, okay, so Fallout would be good. Um, Persona's already been done. I don't know. I'd, I'd have. I'll have to. I'll think more on it and and see if I can come up with anything else for next week. But Sims and Fallout are, I guess, my answers for yeah. now. Yeah, it's a fun question just because you look at where we're at right now with video games and, you know, as you mentioned at the top, video games are really just... What a stellar year. What a stellar uh, um, uh, uh, ascent that video games are going through right now. Um, hotter than they've ever been. Yeah, I actually was just looking at the top-selling games last night of all time. Animal Crossing has never 
Animal Crossing New Horizons, which came out not even a year ago, is number 15 in top-selling games of all time. Wild. Minecraft's number one at 200 million plus. Um, Grand Theft Auto V, which came out in 2013, is at about 140 or a little above 140 million. Um, They broke that milestone last year. And Tetris takes up like three spots, depending on which version or publisher line you look at. But, and even in that game, even meta, if you dive deeper into that game, it sits at number two, but it's the most profitable entertainment thing ever. 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 Just that one game, not even the series, just that one game. Mm-hmm. Because of, of how much money they've they've been able to make. So, yeah, so I just, I think that we've had, so, you know, I said, you know, video games in Hollywood are back together. It's because, you know, there was a rough period of, of very bad video game movies and video game adaptations and i think that the we're at a point now where there are so many avenues for stories to be told in so many different ways and video games traditionally um i think they work better they can be done right as movies it's possible Mm -hmm. it just depends on the story but i think they lend them which is why i'm so happy when last of us transitioned from a movie to a a series Mm -hmm. because Video games are long-form pieces of art. And for a reason. Exactly. So if you're going to adapt them, you need to do it in a way that's going to let you do something that's longer form. Mm-hmm. Or in the case of God of War, you do a condensed experience, but, you know, obviously that can be done, yada, 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 yada. Um, yeah, I but mean, okay, there can be cool. impactful, like, mm-hmm. character development and growth and, and all that movies. It's just depends on the subject, the context, and all that. But yeah, I agree. Exactly. Some news has has been announced. Some news that we've been waiting for. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart arrives on PS5 June 11th. Not quite launch window time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't quite consider it. Normally that's (laughs) like the first three months. Three to six. But, you know, it's within the year and they're... As long as like, they took the time to make it good, that that's what matters. Yeah, good and I ready. Agree. They took the time. Yeah, they took their time, and also like I kind of like sympathize because I'm like, yo, Insomniac, they are working their asses yeah, off. Yeah, they really are. Like you can only imagine. Like you know, obviously, Spider Man Two is in development. This is not a secret. Mm-hmm. We all know it is. Um, but you have to imagine they're working on that right now, which we know they are. Um, they're still, you know, they wrapped up Miles and they're still supporting it. And they had to do the remaster. Still supporting it. And also, you know, you have PS4 versions of those games as well, minus remastered. And then you have Rift Apart. Like, I wonder, like, I'm curious, like, I I wonder how, um, I'd be curious to, like, read something about how they've grown since being acquired. Yeah, the the team structure, because they've got to have multiple now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I would imagine because there's this is that's a lot of content. It's mm-hmm. a lot of games. It's a lot of games. But I'm happy we're getting it. Um, I'm really really excited. Have you? What's your what's your story with the Ratchet and Clank games? Are you familiar? Have you played? Yeah. So I think I played the first three. Are you? Are you? Do you like them? Are you? Um, I liked them at the time. I tried going back to the what was it the remake. Mm-hmm. Of the first one when it came out on PS4, I think it was a PlayStation Plus game or something like that. I tried it. It just 
I'm not like all that big on platformers um, and, and platformer shooters um, now, so I didn't stick with it. But I'm I'm happy to see it coming back. I think they are really good games. They just maybe aren't my particular flavor of game. And with being, being an adult, I'm with the limited time stuff is an issue more than not liking the game itself. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you think it's something maybe? At some point, I maybe. will totally be looking into it because it does look innovative. It does look interesting. I like that what they're doing, and it's really showcasing the power of the PS5. So that's particularly what interests me about this one. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll be looking at it. I, I'm certainly I'm not going to pick it up day one, but I'll have my eye on it. How about gotcha. you? You're excited for it. I'm I'm excited for it. I just so I've been playing the reboot. Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm play, PlayStation Collection, PS mm-hmm. Plus Collection. Um, I don't know how many hours I'm into it, but the fact to guess um, without looking, I'd say I'm probably maybe like four hours into it. I haven't played it too much, but what I have played, I've really enjoyed. It's been fun. Um, it's it's way more fun than I thought it would be. Um, well, you didn't play it originally, right? I didn't play it originally. No. So this is my first Ratchet and Clank game, and I'm enjoying it. It's just I, I put it down um, because, as we'll segue into what we're playing, mm-hmm. um, I'm playing so many other games right now that um, I just put it on a back burner. But I will go back to it before Rift Apart comes out. I don't think you necessarily, from my understanding, need to really play Ratchet and Clank to understand Rift Apart. But it's fun. It's all it, what I yeah. played. I mean, the lore yeah, is like, like an origin story. It's tongue. It's tongue in cheek, yeah. and it's very like. It there is a story and lore, but it's all kind of like, fun and doesn't take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it, you get the gist and you're good, and it's, it's yeah. just a good time. I think part of it is, I I think I'd be more interested with this one being new, like new gu- mm-hmm. new take on it, new guns, new abilities and things like that. I think that's partly what didn't grab me about the reboot is it's just one that I had been through before. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see the new, the new take. Same. And that's funny. Cause that actually Ratchet and Clank, when we were speaking about adaptations, that was, that was a movie. That's what the game is based oh, off. God, of. I for- um, what? Yeah, that's what the no, well, not like oh, the part, but that's oh, the reboot was the reboot was it went hand in hand with the movie. Oh, right, right, right. Was that based? Mm-hmm. But was it? But it was like you know the soft little reboot. Yes, um, and I mean I the think the movie that did not them, do did not land well. Movie did not do well. Not I that it was the movie a was terrible movie, but it just was. I've heard it was like lackluster. Didn't really make an impression. I don't think they promoted it to that level. Like they did Sonic. I don't think it right. was. Yeah, it was not promoted to that level. There was not that much power, like marketing behind it, like mm-hmm. that. I think, I think it was, I, if anything, a soft was, test run. Yeah, I forgot it was the experiment. That there even was a movie. <laughs> yeah, until you yeah, just it's, said it's that. A, <laughs> that one's lost the time. But I'm excited for for Rip the Part. It seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of fun, Alex, what are you playing? Um. Well. A lot of the stuff that I mentioned last week, still playing through Bug Snacks. I think I'm like 12 hours in now. Uh-huh. I thought I'd be done by now. Nope. Still more content. Still more. There's boss battles. I was like, what? What? It took me a while to even get there. And and yeah, I was like, wow, this game is a lot more than I thought. People were saying it's like 8, 10 hours long. That's I mean, I'm not, like, inst- I'm not getting all of the puzzles instantly. Some of them, it's 
Yeah, but others, mm-hmm. bug snacks, I've been like, I can't figure this out. I got to leave and I'll come back and I'll figure it out or I'll get a new ability mm-hmm. or someone will say something. You help? No, I haven't. I have refused. I've, You've refused I've game re- help? Well, that, I've refused to look anything up, so that's partly why <laughs> it's taking me a bit longer <laughs> because I'm like, it's bug snacks. I can figure it out. <laughs> and I have. I have. Um and just, you know, in some place, it's almost, it's a little bit, well, I guess I, I wouldn't really use the, the word Metroidvania, but there are certain things like areas that you have to go back to when you get a new ability mm. to be able to do things that you saw that you wouldn't, weren't be, you couldn't catch or couldn't get to and stuff before. So that's been part of it. Or I'll try really hard for a long time. And I'm like, well, I didn't have the tool for that yet. What? But it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't actually like try to waste your time in that way. Um, I've just figured things out in other areas that then I could go back and apply to in addition to the ability thingy. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I've, I've, there's more gayness even than I had initially thought and spoken about, which is great. And and, oh yeah, it's very gay game. Like right off the bat, like that's not even a spoiler in the first, I don't know, the first like five minutes, like in a cutscene, it's like. Gay, gay couple, yay! And nobody says anything about gay the sexuality. They're just like, because they're straight couples and they're gay couples, and uh, they're just like, yeah, they love each other. It's great. Or they're having relationship issues. There's a divorce, an impending divorce with uh, with a couple. I won't divorce and bug snacks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, And you help people like mend their problems and their, their personal issues and their relationships and. And all that stuff, and it's, it's it's very interesting. And there's a lot of um, interpersonal conflicts, even outside of the relationships, um, and character development and growth, and just you know, just and they're all very different and defined. And it's the dialogue is really fun and well voiced, well well written and well voiced, including of the book snacks themselves. <laughs> so I'm I'm having a good time with it. I will say. It's, it does remind me a lot of Slime Rancher, but like to the next level and and better in a different take. Where you, it it kind of has a similar game play loop. Not in that you're ranching the bug snacks, but you go out and you catch them, and you go back through these different areas to do the different things and unlock things. And you get the keys and the doors and and, but it's definitely taken to the next level. But something that I didn't like about Slime Rancher that I am finding now is it's. It gets a little repetitive. Um, in with bug snacks, yeah, just, it gets a little repetitive. I mean, there's enough flair and flavor and character depth and and development there to keep me interested and to keep it keep me invested and feeling worthwhile. But the actual gameplay loop itself doesn't get isn't as uh, enticing as those elements of the game. Which is fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I wish, well, hopefully, I thought I'd be finished by now, but I'll hopefully be finished by next week. Um, and the other one I'm playing is Persona 3, of course, still for, and in per, into perpetuity, probably <laughs> into the afterlife, because um, those <laughs> games are so long, and I, I love them so much, but they're so long. Anyway, so there's that, um, and I've been watching... On Twitch, I've been watching Little Nightmares 2, which I'm not going to be playing, but I've been really enjoying watching. I didn't watch her play the first one. Um, 
And that I I've read the IGN review. They gave it a seven, even just from me watching it and watching people's like different streamers' experience with it. I'm like, no, I think this game's a little bit better than a seven. <laughs> and that they said it was. Uh, th- I think part of the reason they gave it a seven is because the IGN reviewer said it was four hours. They did, that game is not four hours. I watched someone stream it for eight plus hours. Oh, um, four of which I was there with her. Watch also everybody check out Story Mode Bay. She's a great streamer. She's super funny. Um, I was watching her stream of it and I loved that. But is this a game where you need to know the first? No, nope, nope, okay. nope, nope. Not at all. Is it like an anthology type thing? No. Um, I mean, like, there's no dialogue, so it's not like you're missing oh. anything that way. They did the the character from the first is in the second as your like companion character. Not the character you play, okay. so it's it's more about the world and the atmosphere and the villain, the monsters and the villains, or I guess if you want to call them monsters, I don't know. So I'm playing those games. What are you playing? You're playing those games. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check out Little Nightmares too because I really I like that art style. Um, I have been loving Control. Thank you so much, PlayStation. I thought that was really cool that they they give the ultimate yeah. remat like. And I thought it was really funny that when they announced it, the episode before, I definitely said I was trying to play Control. I remembered. they put it in the PS Plus. Uh, It was the PS Plus game. So I'm very excited about that. So I've been playing Control, and I have been loving it. It is so much fun. Um, It is not at all what I expected. I am so glad I waited. At first, I was playing in graphics mode because I love me some ray tracing. But I could not stay away from that silky smooth. I love uh, so uh, I cannot stay away from that silky smooth sixty frames per second. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, they are both still four K, so I'm not losing any resolution. Um, it is a blast. Like I am loving it. Um, I'm probably gonna play some after this. Um, I've also been playing another fun PlayStation Plus game, Destruction All Stars, which. Um, you know, when I first started playing it, before they patched it, there was that issue with the lobbies. When you started a, a matchup, the lobbies were open and you could hear everyone oh, talking God. through their controller. And you know, some people, you know, weren't aware that their controllers were on because it's a new function and all that good stuff. But you know, you can use your controller as a speaker and, and vice versa. It might, there's a microphone in your controller um, for PS5. And all of those were on, and people were just saying terrible things. I definitely heard stuff that I could have lived without. Uh, people were playing music. It was very wild. And so for at first, like that for me was like the most bizarre aspect of the game. Because the game is like, for me, it's become like a pickup game. Um, I've been seeing people, I, I feel like the, the reception is... is uh, pretty mild like either people Lukewarm. there are people who are liking it there are people who are kind of like ah, i did it i tried it mm-hmm. whatever uh for me it's been a pickup game like uh i pick it up play a few matches play something else but i really like it i'm excited to see how it evolves uh but in addition to that i've still been playing spidey remastered because that is also a game that i just dip into and have fun in and i'm also Still doing No Man's Sky, which I just, I continue to be amazed at that game. And I'm so glad that 
now is when I'm jumping in with all the updates and uh, all the fixes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Persona is still staring at me. And maybe one day I'll play it. But as of now, most of my time is in control. I've, I'm trying to... I want to finish control before... Oh, well, no. No, that's... No. I was, I was like, is there another game on, that's on the horizon for me right now? No, I think this is this is just my slate right now. Okay, yeah. All eyes are on control right now. But I'm uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's what I'm playing. Have you tried Control yet or Destruction All Stars? No, I downloaded. Well, I added them to my library because space is at a premium. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, oh, and Concrete Genie. Which yes, I, I also yet, added that to my library. Um, I have interest in Control. Um, I I was tentative, you know, hesitant on Destruction All Stars. I was I was glad it was being made. I was interested to see how it turned out, but I watched the review and uh, the fact that you can't play with friends except for in one of the modes. I forget. I haven't tried to. I've just been doing all multiplayer stuff, but yeah, it was like it, there were a lot of baffling design decisions. I think with a little bit more time and those kinks. Um, worked out i might give it a look but for now it's not on my radar at all um but control eventually eventually definitely yeah control is wow what a fun it's just not what i i i had my expectations were like because it was game of the year and like it just looks cool Mm -hmm. my expectations were not high but like not okay my place my my expectations were were not um, PlayStation exclusive high, but they were like, I expect this to be a very good game, mm-hmm. and it's been exceeding all of my expectations. It feels like a PlayStation exclusive kind of. It's really cool. That's so, good. To I'm hear. enjoying it. So that's what you've been playing. That's what I've been playing. And now, Alex, I think we should go play games. So I think it's time to say goodbye. So long. Farewell. Advita Jane. Farajaka. I don't, I don't, I, is Farajaka? That's a song. Farajaka. I don't know. That's not how you say goodbye. I, I don't know. I don't know that one. Farajaka, Farajaka, Dilray. Anyways, uh, this is where we say goodbye. Um, but before we say goodbye, you should follow us on all of our socials. <laughs> Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at NSR ShiftalkQ and head over to NSRAD.io to learn about all of our other shifty shows. Thank ya. Jesse, what's your personal social? Oh, my personal social? You can find me at HeyJessieJ on Twitter and on Instagram. And yeah, where where can they find you, Alec? can find me at shift underscore alt underscore alex on instagram and no sorry at on twitter and on twitch uh not streaming much right now if at all uh, until i graduate in may but i uh, might pop out in there here and there if i have time and more active on twitter and yeah Love to hear from you, um, whether it's there or especially a review on your podcatcher of choice, because that does not only give us direct feedback, that which we would love to hear from you, but also helps us out so much with the algorithm and visibility and 
letting more people know about our show. And yeah, thank you so much. Rate, comment, and subscribe. We love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.